This episode is brought to you by Netgear, Orbi Wi-Fi 6. Is your Wi-Fi feeling old? It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. Coming up on TMS, the love child of Stephen Baldwin and Mr. Clean. I don't give no poops on a plane. They should have been reversed. You got some splaining to do, Lucifer. I need five guys meeting me. Why did I have to read that one? I don't know. I feel bad now. Not really. Hey, his business is getting smaller. Like a dolphin below the neck. That That time in Mexico wasn't my fault. When they say kids, they mean idiot teenagers. Glazed up like a grease monkey. Tom Merritt Clamato fart. Half dozen Aaron Carters. Men maxing Animal Crossing. Broccoli didn't exist until 2017. Therapy Thursday, and you're going to need it. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Well, if they can have one of those at Buckingham Palace, I see no reason why we shouldn't have one in the Blue Peter studio. And here it is. Well, this particular machine gives me a choice of six different drinks. There are four different sorts of coffee and two of chocolate. I think I'll try one of the chocolate ones, see what that tastes like. I hate dick! From Hell's Heart, I podcast at thee. This is the Morning Stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Morning Stream. It's TMS for February 20th, uh, 2020. So it's 2 2020 2020 2 it is. Yeah. Right? We did it if before only the there show. It's the 20th month. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be great. What would you call that'd the 20th great, month? It'd be 2020, 2020, 2020. What would you call the 20th month? What would name would you give it? I would call it um, Fart Fember. Ah, that's perfect. Everyone yes. farts. Fartober. 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 <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, someone in the chat says they're having audio cut it out. I think that's just them. Just you. It's Tally. Talia. Yeah. Maybe want to fix your internet there, Talia. Maybe you have. Maybe you don't have audio awareness. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that well, you missed that day in <laughs> class. It's fine. Hey, uh, <clears throat> we're here uh, to do a show. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's uh, it's a Thursday, which means my sister will be here. Although um, I'm still waiting. She was supposed to send me a topic this morning, and I still haven't gotten it. So I don't actually know what we're talking about. But um, you know, I'm not worried. Wendy's one of those people who can just do stuff on her feet, yeah, man. She is. She just uh, thinks on her feet on the fly, quick. Uh, Brainiac, uh, cool. Yeah, very nice. Oh, have you? I just, I just demonstrated, by the way. Uh huh. Um, not thinking on your feet and coming up with, with something to say. Oh no, it was good. It was good because we have the contrary. I get it. Yeah, you show what not to do to further uh, accentuate what to do. Yeah, no, that's I, I I always like an example of what not to do. So thank you for bringing that today, and I hope uh, the future holds many more opportunities for us to do that. I have no doubt. Uh, Happy Headhunter says we should call it Gerpshuary. Or oh, Gerpuary. I like that. Gerpuary. Gerpuary. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. see, that's one of those, it's like February where that extra R just seems so superfluous and high and mighty and mm-hmm. hoity-toity. Yeah, very hoity February. <laughs> little Stewie in there. You had a little Stewie little at that. Stewie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing Stewie wrong with that. Heavy. Hey, um, we're going to start the show off. I like to do this on some days, not always, but some days I like to just read a couple emails and then piling up. And uh, we got one from our friend Jeff Sire in Canada, a.k.a. Bronco. 
Oh, good. Uh, and he also just bought a new house, so it's soon to be no more Bromanville or Bowmanville. It's soon to be Grapton. Grapton? Grapton. Grafton. 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 Oh, because PH, PH. Grafton. Yeah. He got like, a new uh, house. Strafanger. Yeah, Strafanger. <laughs> you pronounce the PH like, like in the middle of Strafanger. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's a new place in Ontario. But anyway, well done. Congratulations there, Jeff. Uh, but he wants to take me to task, and he does it in the most sarcastic way possible. So here oh, you yes. go. Love it. Scott and Brian, I was so refre- it was so refreshing to hear Scott's complaints about Jean-Luc Picard and the TV show Picard and all the T references. My God, will it ever end, he says. T this, T that. It just goes on and on. Sandwiching in T references when it makes no sense. At long last, these T references have died mercifully away. How annoying, right, Scott? Now you know how we feel, he says. Low T this and low T that. Shove that T into conversation that have nothing to do with low T. But merciful, these annoying references have gone and died away on Picard. I thought it would never end. Your high T fan, Jeff Sire. <laughs> I I enjoy our weekly sarcastic email uh, from Jeff Sire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love uh, Jeff Sire. Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> Thor, I'm not butthurt at all. This is oh, Jeff. God, no, he's yeah, Jeff's is... an old friend. He's uh, he's one of my favorite people on the planet. He exactly. Can... Listen, this guy rides a miter, mo, a, a miter cycle or a motorcycle <laughs> uh, from Canada down to, to to Salt Lake City all the time for for Nerdtaculars. Yeah. When uh, he's a tough mother those, scratcher. This when guy. those things were going on. Yeah, and... remember those. <laughs> but he's like on a great big BMW hog. He's muscular and big and scary. Exactly. He exactly. stayed at my house for two days once. He's the nicest guy on the planet. He's a great guy. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, but to his point, um, I will make this this comment. Uh, I think I'm just T now. I'm not low T anymore. You're not low T or high T. You're just T. I think I'm just T because mm-hmm. uh, I've okay. been doing the things and the doctor says, all right, well, your levels look good. So I said, okay, I guess I'm at the T. I'm at T level. And my wife said, <laughs> my wife said, this is what she said. She said, you know how this stuff's working? You know how you know this is working? I said, how do you know oh, that? God. Oh, God. All and right. she says, you got weird hair in places now. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Uh, although, ew. I, got, I know, right? That's what I said. So, back, Follow-up question. Ew. Back back here on the back side of my shoulder and arm right here. Uh-huh. A little uh-huh. bit of hair growing. Don't know why. Just kind of came out of nowhere. Oh. Same thing over here on I this side. I actually get beads and uh, braid it. <laughs> I mean, you're a hairier guy than me, generally speaking. Yeah, I think so. Um, I've never been a Except hairy in one person. place. Yeah. <laughs> Brian... Brian is making up for it everywhere else. But in my case, right. apparently that's why I don't really lose much hair is because all of it uh, stays away from the rest of me. I just don't get hairy. I've never had a hairy chest ever. I just don't have any of that. Just like a dolphin, you know, down mm-hmm. below the neck. But uh, lately, just a little bit of hair right here. I'm like right here. I'm like what you get if a Baldwin brother has sex with Mr. Clean. <laughs> uh, which, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Which Baldwin brother, though? Which oh, one? yeah, that's a good question. Uh, it would have to be uh, Stephen. Stephen. <laughs> is this Stephen Baldwin? I was hoping you'd say Stephen. Stephen Baldwin, yes. All right, always go with Stephen. The, the Baldwin brother that uh, didn't get as much air as the other ones. Yeah. I will have uh, Jeff know that I haven't brought up the low T thing in probably a good couple of weeks. So No, you haven't. You totally haven't. So he brought it up this time. This was him. Exactly. Exactly. It's on you, Canadian man. All right. Uh, the Lucifer show caused a bit of consternation. Uh, all our discussion about it yesterday. We got a few emails about it. I pulled this one from William. <laughs> the Lucifer show. The Lucifer show. Starring. Totally called Satan. I Love Lucifer. <laughs> now that I would watch. 
Ricky, Ricky would be like, uh, what, what would he be like? A little. Uh, no, Ricky, I'm not going to come down to the Tropicana today. <laughs> oh, please, Lucifer. We are, we are <laughs> no, performing I'm not your going favorite to song. Sing oh, no, no, we are playing your favorite song today at the Tropicana. Was it the Tropicana? What, what accent? Where do you think Ricky Ricardo was from? I, I don't know what accent that is. That's a combination of like three. It's not good. Uh, all right. So here's what he says. William wrote in says, I just want to chime in about Lucifer. Uh, when it was first announced, it was supposed to follow the story from the comic books. I didn't know there was comic books. I didn't know there were comic books. Yeah. Uh, it says, but after the failure of Constantine slash Hellblazer TV shows, they took away what Neil Gaiman originally wrote for them and turned it into this show. I was happy when Netflix got it, but it didn't change much at all. So I was sad again. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know those guys were involved at all. Didn't know there was a thing. I didn't know that either. Boy, that makes me sad because that would normally be something that I'd be all over. I love Neil Gaiman and and stuff that's based on comic books. Yeah, bring it on. I even like the the Constantine character he's been added to. You know, they took him off of his separate show and added him to um, Legends of Tomorrow, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Mm -hmm. which is becoming the uh, bat crap crazy uh, best part of the CW Arrowverse. That's the fun one, right? That's the, the fun one. Yeah. And they basically take, you know, all these stragglers from all the different shows. They've got the Adam from, uh, um, I guess he was dating Felicity for a while on um, on Arrow. And then they've got Rick or, or uh, Mick Rory from The Flash. Yeah. And uh, oh, it's great. It's really, uh, it's just goofy. It's totally goofy. It's the one, uh, when I talk to people who like it, they're, it's the one show they hope doesn't go away in this WB lineup. They all want it to stay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sounds like you're in that you're in that boat. As I'm well. I'm in total agreement. I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad Arrow's over. That was just circling the drain for the last two seasons, two and a half seasons. Yeah, it run um, its course for sure. Uh, exactly, and uh, I'm kind of getting there with uh, with Supergirl. Batwoman just doesn't feel like it's ever gotten any legs. Um. Wait, she doesn't have any legs. She's like Barbara Gordon. <laughs> That's right. Weird. Uh, Weird. Yeah, but then Flash is still okay, although it's it's suffering the same fate as Arrow. It feels like when they run out of good stories for the main character, they turn it into the girlfriend show, and it's turning into the Iris show, yeah, just did, like Arrow turned into the Felicity show. Why do they do that? That's dumb. They shouldn't do that. It's because Greg Berlanti says. Uh, you know what the show needs is more relationships, <laughs> more romantic relationships. I don't know what he sounds like. He kind of sounds like, uh, um, <laughs> he sounds like, uh, <laughs> the guy from kiss meets, uh, <laughs> Tim- this show needs more relationships, Gene. <laughs> yeah. All right. Designers. It's like Tim Gunn and, uh, Tim Gunn. <laughs> right. Paul right. Stanley together at last. Paul Stanley. Thank you. Can I come up with <laughs> the kiss guy? <laughs> The kiss guy. I could come up with Peter Chris, Ace Freely, and Gene Simmons could not remember Starface Dude. Starface Dude. There you go. Starface Dude. Starface Man. All right. So uh, here's another email. Tim Stanley. Tim okay. Stan- oh, Tim Stanley. I like it. It's a good combo. All right. We got this yeah. uh, deal about the uh, K-pop, although people are calling him K-poop. Okay, K-poop. So the, the, sure. guy, the guy that was in the men's room at the mall listening to K-pop on his phone like it was a, like a uh, boombox. And uh, here's a theory about it or a thought. Uh, hello, shy and bum. Hmm. I guess those are two bathroom things. 
Uh, yeah, it's related to what he says in this, actually. Oh, oh, all right. Well, I shouldn't assume that. Read on, I think, Scott. Read I, on. I think I'm going to keep reading. <laughs> uh, I have a theory on the guy who was dancing around to K-pop music in the public men's room from episode 1879. Are we really at eight? We're at 1882 now. Do you know that? <laughs> or eight, I'm sorry, 1802. That's crazy. 18. Uh, how could we have gone from 1879 to 1802? Seems like that would be going backwards. Yeah, hold on. Something's wrong here. Eighteen. We went from 1880 to 1801. Shit, we're supposed to be 1901. No, we're supposed to be or 1902. 1882. 18, 1882 is what we should be today. 1880. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Tuesday was 1880. Wait, what you just basically then? wanted to add a zero. Okay, well, I did. I screwed this up yesterday. Then, okay, so 1880. Then I went to mm-hmm. 1801. I need to change mm-hmm. that to 1881. Oh, that sucks because that means the RSS feeds are wrong too. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I just need to. Maybe I should just stop caring about numbers after a while. 1882. Oh, I don't know. Okay. This will come. This will be really handy for um, the future awards show and Hall of Fame that will be launched sometime in 2025. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Man, it didn't sound right, but I'm glad you said that because I was just—it wasn't ringing with me. All right. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Where the hell right. was I? Anyway, oh. 1882, 19, 1879. 1879. You guys said that his friend went into one of the stalls, so maybe his friend is a shy pooper, and K-pop dancing guy serves as an audio and visual distraction for everyone else in the room, so that his friend can successfully do his business. Just a thought. Love the show, Kelly. Love okay, so his friend goes into the stall. Yeah. K-pop dancer dude. Yeah. Is meant to distract everybody else. To not pay attention to the shy pooper, but doesn't distract the shy pooper himself? Cor- correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he's just used to it. If he is, if, he, if he's blah, if he's used to using his friend in this way, <laughs> does his friend come over to his house? I mean, hey, um, I'm thinking about pooping around 3 p.m. Do you mind coming by? <laughs> it's just their way. They've been doing this forever, man. They just they know each other. They finish each other's sentences. They make each other so they don't poop shy. All that stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't. I don't, right, sure. I don't know. Sure. I don't know if I like this theory. I still. The theory to me is that the guy in the stall is probably annoyed because his friend does this. And wouldn't you be annoyed? I'd be annoyed. I'd be completely and totally annoyed. Yeah. Like, oh, I'd be like, dude, you have to come with me to the bathroom every time. I'd be like, we can't be freaking friends anymore. Like, I got other. I got other people to meet and hang out with and learn to like and not hang out with you anymore. Right. It just seems. Um, weird. I'm going to be uh, taking a flight. Uh, I guess I need to buy you a ticket. Uh, mm-hmm. To come along with me to make that noise outside of the airline airplane stall yeah. airplane uh, stall door. Still haven't been in one of those, you know. Still haven't been. That's right. You've never you've ne- well you've been in a you've been in a bathroom you've, uh, airplane bathroom you've just never pooped right. No, I've never been you've in peed, there at all. You peed in an airplane bathroom. No, never have. No. Well, oh, that's not true. The one in China, the one on my way to China, I did, but I never, yeah, but I you never, you just didn't, poop. never pooped, never pooped on a plane. <laughs> it's like the, I have three really dumb lung running running. Uh, things one is i've no i'm I'm sorry four one is i've never paid for a haircut uh two never pooped on a plane three (laughs) three uh wait what was three uh, no vomit uh, for a long time oh yeah i haven't barfed since 2015 or 2005 rather and i haven't um oh there's another one uh uh oh i've never drank except for that goof, goof in mexico that wasn't my fault uh, yeah. So those are my four big long-running things, and the haircut and I the, and the plane. That, uh, my drinking Saturday night was not my fault. It was the <laughs> fault of crazy neighbor. 
But I, uh, dude, I, I blame really no problem blaming him for stuff like this. No problem. <laughs> That's what Dave's job is. All right, tell me about Chicago's meetup. I wish I was going. Yeah, so I'm nailing stuff down. Uh, thanks to Barry Folks, I've got a new. Well, this part isn't thanks to Barry Folks. Thanks to me, there's a new channel in the TMS category in the Frog Pants Discord called Brian's Chicago Meetup. Nice. Clever, right? Nice. Um, if you go in there, that's where we're talking about what the plans are for the meetup. But right now, it's planned, it's planned for Friday, March 6th, the night before the uh, Geek Bowl competition on Navy Pier in Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, Ch- Illinois. Chicago. That's right. Wait a minute. Where? I'm trying to find this. Um, it's, uh, so under the morning stream category, you got TMS chatter, spoilers talk. Going down the oh, there it is. Brian, Brian Chicago. Chicago meetup. Yeah, there it is. All right. Well, there look, a uh, right uh, quick note to fo- folks at home. If you haven't ever been to the Discord, uh, get in there. Uh, you can see I'm showing the channel right now. You can just uh, join uh, easily by going to frogpants.com slash contact, or there's a link also on the TMS page. And uh, join up in there if you're in that area. Uh, Brian would love to see your ugly face. Totally would love to see. And I'm, we're talking right now about there's a couple things that Barry's uh, been been sussing out. A couple arcade bars, um, an emailer by the name of uh, uh, by the name of Desmond Rice suggested. Um, he's Chi Town guy, and he suggested the Galloping Ghost Arcade. Um, it, it's an arcade, but not a bar or anything. Mm-hmm. Everything's on free play. Twenty dollars to enter the arcade. Oh, it's expensive. Oh. <laughs> Twenty dollars to enter the arcade, fifteen for pinball, or thirty dollars for both um pinball and video games. Wait, twenty to get in the door, but then an additional thirty to just play it all? Uh, at, yeah. At your heart's content? So Fifty bucks that dad can't be right. That seems like a lot. Yeah. It seems like it may be 30 to play everything to get in and and, and to play everything and 20 to get in and just do pinball or something. Oh, maybe it's both locations. So there's there's a second building a couple blocks away dedicated to pinball. Pinball arcade at 30, 40 pinball machines. $20 to enter the arcade, $15 to enter the pinball place, or $30 for both. So for 30 bucks, you get free play at both places. Oh, that's not bad. I, I mean, it's so not much. still that, it's still not, not the bad. cheapest thing, yeah. but it's better than 50. So Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, we're looking at plans. We're figuring stuff out. So make sure to go to the uh, the Discord. Brian's Chicago Meetup, and you'll find all the information there as we get stuff figured out for um, basically two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks from, two weeks from tomorrow. Holy cow. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, also, a confirmation. If you're coming to the Vegas Meetup uh, for TMS, uh, Tom Merritt confirmed for Saturday. Oh, yay. Uh, at the very least. There may be more, but uh, he'll be there for the okay. Saturday uh, for sure. And uh, that cool. was good news. Yeah. Heard that. We I know very Jerry's cool. still on the... Jerry won't know until the week of, so we'll we'll figure that out. But uh, And we're really close to announcing a potential activity for Friday night. Ooh. Um, that, you know, mm-hmm. the same night as the wedding. Friday Maybe night activities. Related. Yeah. A little Friday night at the, at the Plaza House. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see what's going on anyway. there all right cool um all right well look, uh, yeah that's awesome uh, march 6th yeah. everybody uh, that'll be about 15 march days 6th. before the release of animal crossing <laughs> you're really New excited Horizons. about animal crossing I is this going to be this is uh on the switch yes this is like this is like me this is like you with the pokemon is how i am with the with the sure with the with okay. the animal crossing. i love that series so freaking much oh my gosh i just mm. adore it and uh, the new one looks great. They did a Nintendo Direct today and showed a bunch of stuff. 
They got terrain deformation. They got custom layout stuff. You get to pick, figure out how you want your island to be, what hemisphere you want to be on. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's going to be good. I can't oh, wait. Do I, am I going to have to do theory crafting to enjoy uh, Animal Crossing <laughs> no, now? No, no. Like, is there a website where I have to do some min-maxing of it, uh, my apple trees? It's, as far as I know, no, but probably somebody somewhere has got a good apple tree plan and of how to get oh. the most bugs at what time of night to catch the best bugs and that kind of stuff. I'm sure that exists. But what I love about Animal Crossing is it just you can absorb yourself in this living world and it continues on without you. The clock's always ticking. And so when you're not there, stuff's growing and happening. And when you're there, people are like, hey, you're back, sweet. How's it going? What's what's up? The only downside is Tom Nook's a bastard and you owe him money. Ah, <laughs> oh, that bastard. I assume he's Tom back. Tom Nook. Yeah, it looks nice, I too. Imagine, uh TMS Vegas is going to be a bunch of people running around with their switches, uh, either playing Mario Kart to prepare for the Saturday night deal. Mm. Oh, make sure Tom, make sure Tom gets in on the uh, goes and registers for Mario Kart. Oh, I told him about that. He said that sounded like that sounded rad, but that didn't it didn't make it sound like he would it would be the kind of thing he'd sign up for. I would love him to, but yeah. I, but I don't know that he would ever. My gosh, it is. A gas pedal and steering left and right for 10 bucks, Tom. Oh, my God. I mean, it seems like a no-brainer. It's tech, Tom. It's tech. It is tech. There's a lot of tech in that controller, in the in the in what you're getting up on the screen. I mean, in Nintendo, they're an entertainment company, but really, it's tech. <laughs> I think we've convinced them. It's all over now. Uh, Thor4231 says, No Man's Sky is his addiction. They just introduced organic ships like in Farscape? Well, yeah. Wha- so wha- wha- what? You can hatch a ship now. Does yeah. it talk to you? Like, is it like... Uh... I don't know if it's sentient or not. I haven't actually got in, but I did see this update. And it, and it and I don't even know what the process is. But yes, you can hatch a organic ship a la uh, the way that that show worked a little bit. Hmm. It's uh, okay. they're, They keep making that game cool, man. <laughs> it's just a, just a great, growing, ever-improving yeah. game. And, uh, Just when you think it's safe to go play something else, yeah. they pull me back in. The patch notes, according to Happy Headhunter, say that it is it is a sentient being, your ship. So that's cool. Uh, and also, there's tentacles moving around. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Can the uh, can the ship go mine carbon for me yes. while I go do something else? Yes, it goes down to the ground and just pokes uh-huh. rocks while you do something else. Oh, thank <laughs> goodness! Go poke rocks while I go. Uh, well, I sleep. I like that better than oh, pound no. sand. If you want someone to go away, you just go poke rocks. Say that. Go Tom. poke rocks. Yeah, go okay, like go it. poke some rocks. That's nice. the game. That's the gamer way. All right. Uh, we. Uh, I still haven't heard from Wendy, so I'm sure she'll be here. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. But in the meantime, it is time for this. I don't watch the news. It's time for the news. Brought to you by. Hey, readers, do you come across articles online that you just don't have time to read? Have you tried Read It Later services only to find they end up just as a list of articles that you'll never get around to? Those are a bunch of words there. Try ListenLater.fm, a Read It Later service for your ears. Listen Later gives you a personal podcast feed that you can add to your podcast player. Then, as you're browsing online, you send Listen Later articles that you want to read. It nearly instantly converts the articles into audio podcasts that you can listen to when you have time. Please go to ListenLater.fm to try it for free. You know you want to. Sounds good. Go check it out. All right. Eating less meat is fine with the majority of Americans. They didn't ask me. Mm. I don't want to eat less meat. Really? I like meat. 
I'd be fine. If, I'd be fine eating less meat. I mean, I had a. It's I not that I don't want it. It's not that I can't or shouldn't. It's that I don't I want had, it. I had Freddy's last night. Scott. Oh, how 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 was Freddy's? Oh, so good. <laughs> it's like the first hamburger I've had in weeks. The kids came over yeah. to uh, do laundry and they brought Remus. It was like it's like when. Uh, when Taylor comes over and brings Van, yeah, like they came over and they brought Remus, and it was like, <laughs> we did. I just fought over the cat while they do their laundry. That's kind of um, us. And when they bring over the baby, and I just want to hold him the whole time. Same thing. Yeah, totally. So uh, they, they, he said that he needed to run over to Best Buy to pick up uh, something for his car, some speakers, and uh, and I said, well, we were going to make a nice, delicious vegetable soup for the two of us, but since there's four of us. How about if I just give you some cash and you pick up uh, Freddy's steak burgers for nice. the four of us? Nice. So, so we did. So you guys know how to turn a, a soup party into a real party. Turn a hump day into a hey yeah day. No kidding. Hey, did you um uh so okay so you just got the like did you get the double did you get the I single? I got California. I did the double steak burger. It's just not worth it to do. Totally agree. Um yeah the. Um, By itself, it's just a sliver. It's just a. It's a piece of meat paper. It's a thin patty, right? It's a thin patty. So two is like a regular burger. Yeah. Two it, the double is like a. Yeah, it's like burger. a meat pap piece of it's meat like paper. It's like getting a half of a Five Guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting two and a half guys. Yeah, two and a half guys is not enough guys. Need all five guys. <laughs> oh, you're making me hungry for Freddy's, man. Yeah. So Maybe, good. I haven't had a burger today in a while. Is, today is salad. Maybe I will justify it today because I've I've been very good the last few days. Oh, very good. Yeah. Good. Um, anyway. Oh, and I'm also so, wearing anyway. a pair. I'm wearing a pair of pants today. That. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's more? <laughs> Wait. Don't let me stop you there. <laughs> I have a pair of pants on today that didn't fit me six months ago at all. Like, I couldn't even pull the, oh, the nice. button together. Not only that, I had to wear a belt with it. So, wow. hey, oh, good, baby. Dude. That's a proof. That's proof right there that you're that you're losing the business there. What is your What is your uh, speaking of Vans? What does your sweatshirt say? The original Vans. Oh, uh, the original 19. Vans, 1966. I think that's the year oh, they started. Okay. When the When the shoe company. Yeah, the shoe company. Gotcha. But we got. We have a lot of Vans stuff in the house since Van was born because we think it's funny. <laughs> Just went to the Vans store and said, "Anything with the word Vans on it, we'll take it." And I, we went to we went to the. I was telling you we were at the mall, and of course, mm-hmm. Kim gets suckered in by anything with tiny little baby shoes. If they're shoes, oh, yeah. she's sure. like, bah, "Shoes for my kids, they're so cute." So she goes over to this corner, and we found. So there's this big size van, like an adult size van pair of Vans that I really want. And I've wanted them for a while, but they're kind of expensive, and I just can't justify because I don't really need them. But I like them. They're like these multicolored 80s ass-looking retro-looking things, and I really want them, but I haven't gotten them. We found the exact same pair, but in his little size 5, little boy shoe size, and uh, Kim bought them. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to get mine then, then we're going to get pictures (laughs) together. And then I find out yesterday his feet are already too big for him. They don't even oh, fit him. Oh no! Yeah, so we took it. The mall took it back. It was fine. But. Do they have a large, slightly larger size you can replace them with? Uh, I don't know. Kim was gonna. My guess is she'll t- take care of all of it, and I won't have to think about yeah. it ever again. Yeah, well, that's that sounds like a thing she'd do. Sounds like a thing Kim would do. <coughs> oh, Excuse bless me. you. You okay there? You got a little, uh, <laughs> a little something there. Fine, why? <laughs> totally fine. Uh, all right, so more than 9 in 10 Americans are willing to eat more fruits and vegetables, and more than half are open to giving up some red meat and chowing down on more plant-based meat alternatives, according to a new uh, survey of more than 1,000 adults in the U.S. by Yale and the nonprofit Earth Day Network. 
the Earth Day Network or the EDN. EDN. Yeah, the good old EDN. Yeah, I always count on them for good, not fake news. Um, <laughs> why aren't there more greens on Americans' plates? Sixty-four percent of surveys participants said it was as simple as nobody ever asking them to eat more plant-based foods. Oh, please! I know nobody I ever like asked me to eat more plant-based foods. I know. I find that really. That's that. Right, I get why all... didn't you get those uh, reports done? Oh, nobody ever asked me to get those reports done. <laughs> Why aren't you ever on time? No one ever told me to come be on time. <laughs> exactly. That's probably a better example. Yes. Lame. Another Why are you wearing pants? Oh, nobody asked me to wear nobody pants. Nobody asked me to wear pants. We asked for more pants. They wouldn't give us more pants. Wouldn't give us more pants. That's right. Another 84, sorry, 58% said that a greener diet just costs too much. Another 50% either are unsure what plant-based foods are uh, or doesn't know. No, no, no to, to oh, buy. Sorry. What to buy, sorry, or don't know how to cook them. <laughs> What are plant-based foods? How do they work? (laughs) I mean, I guess I I have questions about that, though. What plant-based foods to buy? We'll go to the store and look. There's a bunch of produce section. Yeah, the produce has all the plant-based food. Plant-based foods, yes. Food you can plant in the ground. Doesn't necessarily mean like plant-based meat alternatives. No, it's just plant-based foods. Right, food that is a plant. I'm ready for some new plant-based foods, though. Nude? I'm tired of the existing vegetables and fruits. I'd like them to invent some new fruits and vegetables. Oh, not nude. New. I got it. New. New. Yeah. New. Uh, I want to like make a... Make, make, a bol- uh, make a banana that tastes like uh, cilantro and serrano peppers. Oh, what? <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. That sounds <laughs> terrible. But I'm with Something you, like, though. It's got a little bit of uh, like a spicy... A spicy uh, bite to it. So you're looking for more genetically but, but modified food. Yeah, I want some GMOs. Give me some. Bring on the GMOs. Okay. I mean, the, I see. So I have friends who complain about GMOs, yet they eat a lot of broccoli, and broccoli's mm. literally a genetically man-made thing. It was never like a natural thing. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, broccoli came from here. Let me let me look it up. So I make sure I'm telling this right. I might be spreading an urban legend. Let me see. Broccoli. Here we go. Uh, broccoli is an edible green plant in the cabbage family, uh, whose large, flowery head is eaten as a vegetable. Where broccoli comes from, broccoli is classified as a bit of it. It's a large flower. Okay, I'm just skipping ahead here. Um, here it is. Uh, broccoli resembles cauliflower, which is a different cultivar, 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 cultivar group of the same brassica species combined in 2017. Oh, hold on, that's not what it means. China and India produce the most. Okay. I was getting all excited about the word combined. That's not it. Uh, right. But 2017, that's a lot more recent than I was thinking. Uh, where's the thing? There's a thing here. Production. No. Cultivation. Majority of cool weather. Did I have this wrong? I thought Indeed. this was a thing. Have I been misled my whole life that broccoli was a was a creation of like some kind of spliced gene food Like it was uh, lettuce and cauliflower had a baby. Yeah. I was sure I had this in my oh, head. Oh, right. Maddox is saying, "Are you thinking of broccoli Which I, is like a maybe. Is that a, is that a, where they splice those two or something? Are you thinking of Lorraine Brocco? <laughs> Always thinking of her. <laughs> I never stop thinking of Lorraine Brocco. Broccoli is like the is is the broccoli and cauliflower. Um, I hybrid. must be, I must be thinking of that. Yeah. I thought basic old. Well, okay, I know what one. I mean, we were just talking about bananas. Bananas mm-hmm. are like genetically modified to hell and back just to make them edible sure otherwise sure. it's all seeds and like a hard core yeah. thing 
So there you go. Not as sweet, like plantain kind of. uh, There, that's a good example. Sure. Yep. And then look, Bobby Frank says Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, and kale are all modified wild mustard uh, from mustard plants. Get out! Are you gonna take? Are you gonna listen to Bobby Frank? I'm gonna take that as law right there. Just a single post in a chat room. I'm gonna take that as law from a guy who did not win. He was the first America's- loser of last season's America's Next Top Podcaster. <laughs> oh, to get so far and not win. Oh, my gosh. Oh, must have. What does that even feel like, Bobby? Come on. <laughs> hey, I ask voted. Us every, ask us just about every uh, podcast awards. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble here, but I gave Bobby was my winner. I picked yeah, him. Yeah, he was. I, I, I thought early on he was, uh, he was a lock. Yeah. You get that, you get that weird, uh, I don't know that weird dark, dark, uh, dark horse vote from jury or wherever, whatever turned the boat mm-hmm. there. I don't know, but uh, mm-hmm. just so you know. Oh, okay, here we go. There Rocky we go. Yeah, I was waiting for him to finally say something in chat. <laughs> yeah, make sure we didn't run him off. Okay, so I found a. So I didn't find someone. Uh, who was it? Shadow Vox in the, or Vow in the chat room says, uh, "Did you know?" Oh, okay, got this. Don't like learning new things. Go away. Okay. Oh my gosh, this website okay. sucks. Okay. Yeah. Did you know that broccoli is a man-made food? Ponder weasel. Ponder weasel. You can find anything. (laughs) Any stance, any idea you have. That's true. Oh, God. The website came up completely red for me, by the way, with the exception of one block of broccoli. Oh. Like, it is all red. Why? That's weird. I wish I could. It even made your your face red for a second. Yeah, because it's the... the, Your screen went. Like, if I scroll, there you go. Now I turn white. Now I turn red. That's the site. Now I turn white. Now I turn red. That's the site. Yep, that's weird. Why you? Why is it giving you that? I don't know. Well, ponder weasel. Normal ponder human. This. President. Yeah. Normal human. President. All right. So here's how it was bred. Okay. According to this, <laughs> according yeah. to this, there is no such thing as wild broccoli. Broccoli is, an, Whoa, is a human bro. invention. This is why, and I'd heard this, so now I'm feeling a little justified, even though it's just Ponder Weasel. Did you, but anyway. Did you hear it on Ponder Weasel, Scott? No. So I mean, I don't know where I heard regular, it. I need some confirmation. regular news source. I need, I need some confirmation here. But it says sure. it's a mutation of selectively cultivated by man uh, versions of this. For its green hue and resembles to a tiny tree, broccoli has been the bane of kids' existence, blah, blah, blah. I don't care about this. Okay. Start with wild cabbage. Wild cabbage has small flowering buds, uh, but, but only flowers every other year. By controlling the environment, perhaps uh, in a greenhouse of sorts, horticulturists can make a wild plant to reproduce itself many times, each time selecting the resulting plant that has the most desirable qualities. Kind of like dogs and pets and stuff when they, mm-hmm. you know, when you breed, you do breeds. Right. right. Um, you simply Cross, discard the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for broccoli, the selected traits were likely larger, tastier buds. The selection process was a lengthy one that spanned many, many years before the vegetation began to resemble our modern quintessential green vegetable. That's what I had heard. Okay. I heard right. that. All right. So I don't feel so stupid. It wasn't a GMO, though. It wasn't like a DNA right. deal. Right. Uh, oh, look at Blue Ridge John getting the attention because he's using the big uh, thing. Thing of a dang. Brassica odorisse isn't just the source of broccoli. Yeah. This is the important thing to remember. Okay, thanks. Um, Blue Ridge John. Anyway, people want to eat better, I guess. That's the bottom mm-hmm. line there. Sure. Uh, here's this one. Wendy's kitchen sink bath kid got fired. Okay, now you haven't heard of this, yeah, but at Wendy's... A of, there's a lot of words all jammed there. Wendy's kitchen sink bath kids. Yeah. So there were these kids. There's a photo there if you click the link there. In fact, I'll uh, mm-hmm. I'll do that for the... Oh, God, uh, is there somebody bathing their kids in a Wendy's it's, sink? It's not that like that. It's actual adults, which oh, is worse. Oh, hey, dude. Yeah, it's Get worse. power soak. When they say kids, they mean idiot teenagers. 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, these these uh, ding dongs got into the Wendy's kitchen sink thing where you would wash all the dishes and whatever, and took a bath and then took videos of it, which went slightly viral on TikTok. And then Wendy's got wind of it and they fired their smarmy little butts. Uh, this Good. happened in Michigan. It was a Wendy's employee uh, who was now out of a job after power soaking in a kitchen full of suds. Um, and so are his co-workers who helped post the video to TikTok. Several workers of the Greenville Wendy's location have been canned after a young male did this. Got in there, hopped in shirtless. I'm sure he was, you know, he's probably wearing sh- shorty shorts Swim or trunks. something. I don't Let's know. Let's hope. Yeah. I mean, it's still not enough for me, but whatever. Uh, no. It's he, uh, he certainly looks fresh, never frozen, says TMZ. They're so funny. Oh, you kill me. They're just a hoot. According to the franchise owner of the location, the restaurant has been cleaned and inspected since the video was posted. Uh, even though the video racked up tens, tens of thousands of views, the Wendy store uh, says this egregious behavior is completely unacceptable and counter to our safety, training, and operational standards. Upon learning of this situation, the employees in the video were terminated immediately. And the restaurant has been completely sanitized. The health department visited the restaurant today. No violations were reported. Good. So, do you go after this kid and like give him full on juvie for this, or what do you do? How do you what, what do you think is the appropriate? I, think, I uh, think firing him. I mean, this is a this is a black mark on his record. He's not going to be able to use Wendy's as a uh, as a reference mm-hmm. because if they say, "Oh, why was he let go?" Oh, because he took a bath in the sink at Wendy's. Well, he did it for the views. Maybe this is uh, the new oh, world we live this in. Is how you get uh, this yep. is how you get your room in the hype house. Yep, yep. This is it. The hype house. Oh, the hype house. <laughs> It's so hype house. The uh, hype house. We we watched the um, debate last night, but yeah. before that was Entertainment Tonight, which I hate everything about that show. Ba-na-na-na-na-na. Come yeah. on now, everything I hate that everything about that show I hate. Okay, and uh, there's a TikTok hype house that um, is like a mansion mm. with a bunch of a bunch of twenty year olds living in there that uh their job is to record at least six tiktoks a day which is pretty much just them dancing to uh yummy by justin bieber wow that's really their i mean they're getting paid that's it to do that they get paid they for are that? making bank scott that i don't i don't like it. yeah yeah i hate everything about that too <laughs> i hate it i don't like it i don't like it i mean you know what could we do that they would pay us to make tiktoks for every day what would they do what what would it take for you to to just spend your whole day dancing to a TikTok? How much money uh, would you have to make? Oh, like all right. So if they're paying me to do this, yeah, they're paying you. Pay me five hundred dollars a day, and I'll dance on TikTok every day. I'll, I'll do I'll that make, too. Uh, I'll do that. Too. Yeah, five hundred yeah. bucks. Totally. No problem. Totally. No problem. Here's by the way, I'm giving you a link, and you can look at this photo of all of these twenty somethings, and say, yeah, these are. These might be the worst people in the world. You just are you Discord? <laughs> dis- if, if I put it in Discord and I put it in the uh, uh, chat room. Hype House and the Los Angeles TikTok Mansion Gold Rush. This reminds me of late stage Vine. I don't like it. No, I don't like it. I wish exactly. I could say I liked it. I don't. It just leads to misery. Okay, so here you go, chat. If you're not looking at it on your own, yeah, I think uh, if. Uh, if there were to be a, um, I don't know, some sort of, <laughs> some sort of, uh, no, it's the times. They won't let me continue past this. Oh yeah. Cause right. Mm. Jerk. This, this is your last free article. There's probably another 
EconomicsTimes.IndiaTimes. Here we go. So I'm trying to see if I recognize anybody because I watch TikTok and I I, uh, yeah, I don't really watch them. Uh, imagine them uh, dancing to Justin Bieber's "Yummy" and see if any of them look familiar to you. Yeah. Oh, the Vlog Squad shacked up in Studio City while Team Ten, Jake Paul's infamous YouTuber collective, rented a giant house in West Hollywood before eventually decamping to a mansion in Calabasas. Another group of YouTubers rented a $12 million mansion in Hollywood Hills and deemed it the Cloud House. Now the TikTokers have arrived and everything about TikTok happens faster than it does anywhere else. F off! <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Oh, you know they're just having constant sex. Don't you think? <laughs> you think? I, I think they're know. just constantly doing it, these people. Just doing it. Just raw dogging it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, parents are driving in their cars right now. Yeah. But I just Bobby, think what does raw dogging it mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I apologize. Anyway. anyway. But you know they are. You know it. You know that they're just a yeah. it's just a you need to start going and getting checked and having penicillin shots and stuff, man. According to Entertainment Tonight, they get about 20 Postmates deliveries a day. 20? Jesus. And the stove has never been used. And what are they making? TikTok uh, videos. No, They're I mean, just like going no, 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 money-wise. Money. What, what, what kind of cash? Oh, enough make? to pay for that freaking house and, and enough to laugh their way to the bank and on to Entertainment Tonight. Hmm. Oh yeah, remember that mi that Vine thing where they moved their apartment to uh, eighteen hundred Vine Street? Ugh. No, no, uh, really. Why uh, is I I don't want to be so each each room in the hype house costs uh, is like a nine hundred dollars a month rent, yeah. which not, they have no problem. It's not I'm trying terrible. to see what their income. No, in L.A. that's not terrible. It's all right, especially with nineteen of you. Yeah, let's see here. I'm just looking to see if there's uh... they got to share shitters though. Well, sure. And all that postmates still getting delivered. You know when you know when uh Tyler gets a, a delivery from Chipotle. You know his name is Tyler too, it's true. I, no, I'm just saying there's gotta be a Tyler. Oh, I guarantee there's a Tyler. Probably more than one. A Connor and a There's lots of Jakes. <laughs> right, exactly. Probably a couple uh It's a bummer, they don't there's no disclosure as far as what their income is, but uh, well, they're the whitest kids I've ever seen. Let's get a little diversity in there. As uh, you're not wrong, yeah. Hmm. 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 God, Scott, I wish I was an influencer. I want to. Don't be you a... wish you were an influencer? <laughs> I mean, at what point are we just old guys complaining that we missed this particular generation gap? But I would we say to this, I, mean, I would yeah, say this. If we though, had the opportunity I... for this, guy, would we? Though, I... would we? Because I don't think it leads to any any kind of long term happy time. Like, here's what I think happens. This would be like if you and I were on, I don't know, early seasons of the Real World. Okay, because okay. that's kind of what True this is. Story. It's yeah. like the real world is being brought to us in a different way now, but it's still sort sure. of this thing. Right. It's just little small digestible digestible uh, TikTok chunks yeah. of the real world. And most yeah. of those people in interviews later are like, I hated it. It's awful. It made my life harder. I wish I'd never done it. And I'm yeah, just saying, I'm just not, I'm not, I don't know for sure, but I'll bet you come back and check in with these folks at like 35 to 40. See how they're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't That's know. That's true. 
I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. Well, I didn't really learn a marketable skill, so <laughs> I'm. Uh... You learn how to dance to a popular song for 30 seconds. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. I get called by VH1 all the time for where are they now videos. <laughs> there, there will be, you know what will happen? There will be a couple of people in there in this little group who are smart mm -hmm. about this, who will sock that money away. Mm -hmm. will understand, will we'll see the bigger picture, the longer run, and they'll be able to not only do well, they'll do great because they'll invest their money, they'll make smart choices and do good stuff. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. I think it will happen. Sure. Sure. Um, sure. And there's certainly examples of that in like reality TV, MTV day stuff like Road Rules and stuff like that who did that. But there's always going to be some who are going to just be a mess. There's some Aaron Carters in there. I am telling you right now. There's about a half a dozen Aaron Carters running around, and they're all screwed. Right, all right, right. Yeah. Mark, mark my words. All right. Hey, uh, Burger King in the news. Sure. Uh, they're doing a weird thing that grosses are me they? out. Yeah, it's a little okay. weird. It's a little weird. Uh, burger King is breaking the mold in its new advertising campaign. The burger chain is portraying its Whopper covered in mold, and they're putting oh. it in print and TV ads running in the Europe and U.S. The message is... Oh. Burger King is removing artificial preservatives from its signature burger. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah, wow. look at that. How do you like that? You know what, though? That's like, that shows like day 28, right, of what a Whopper looks like. Yeah. I'm going to put a link in the uh, chat room for this. Um, yeah, after 28 days, a cheeseburger from McDonald's won't look bad. And that's that's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, like... I mean, okay. I understand what they're saying. It yeah. doesn't make me want to run out and get a Whopper, though. No. Do well, you... it doesn't make me hungry for a Whopper, but it makes me feel good that Burger King does this. Yeah. Yes. But it. Yes. But I'm not going to be. I'm not going to say, "Oh, yeah, Whopper just sounds so good right now." After looking at that furry thing, I completely agree. Like, it's yeah. just—it's like on the one hand, I'm like, "Well done, guys. Less preservatives—that's good. It's better for us. Have healthier. You, good deal." Have you heard about their Chip Buddy, the the uh, Burger King Chip Buddy? No. What is that? I'm going to put a link in the new in in the because uh, this is also brand new. A Chip Buddy. Unfortunately, only available available in uh, New Zealand right now. But the Chip Buddy, oh my gosh, why is this taking so why long? Why is New load? Zealand the guinea pig for everything? What is that about? Well, because they they know what a Chip Buddy is. Oh, uh, oh, chips like fries. Okay, like fries. Yeah. So this is um, like a Buddy in in the UK is a sandwich you make it uh, with your leftover French fries from last night's dinner between a couple sli a couple pieces of bread. Yeah, and. Uh, ketchup they put mayonnaise on this i guess that's a thing never heard of this um there's a uh uh there's a, a beatles uh, knockoff band called the buddies b-u-t-t-i-e-s that's named after this sandwich and so it's just potato french fries in a it's bun. french fries uh between two hamburger buns and uh and mayonnaise mayo. and ketchup mayonnaise is there anything else oh. there cheese what is that that's horrendous. I don't want Where this. Is, let's see. French fries, mayonnaise, and ketchup. That's it. Okay. Only available in New Zealand. Um, there is a bacon buddy that adds bacon. Yeah. I don't know. I would try. I would totally try it. I mean, this. I would try it. Yeah. I would try yeah. anything. Like, even I scrolled down and I noticed they have this uh, a related article KFC starting to sell <laughs> their fried chicken and donut sandwich. I would try that, but I'd 
you know, that's nationwide. That's that is available uh, at KFC apparently now. So, all right, I'm not going to judge anybody for this one, but I do have a question. Sure. If I buy the donut chicken sandwich, it's called ha- eating sugar. You're all you're back on the sugar. Well, that yeah, but it, assume, yeah. assuming sugar is fine, am I just the stickiest mess for the rest of the afternoon? I am right because it's um, a it's a freaking donut. Yeah, but yeah, you are right because the 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 bun is a donut. Okay. It's what just just basically a chicken tender between two halves of a donut. Right. But no, it's a chi- it's a chicken tender between two donuts. Yeah, two donuts. The bun the donuts are the buns. Right. It's not a donut split in half. Right. It's right. So two you're freaking donuts. So when you so when you bite into that thing, you're it, in theory you're holding it. I guess you could have a wrapper around it or whatever, but yeah. you're holding it with your hands and you, like you would a bun. And now you're just glazed up like a freaking grease monkey. You hear that? That's the sound of your arteries slamming shut. Oh man, <laughs> bad deal, dude. Don't, don't, don't. Why do it. Americans want to eat more vegetables? Yeah. <laughs> because of stuff like this. I'm gonna recommend against this particular choice. Don't yeah. do it. I mean, I'd do it for the show. Just like those kids will do the dances for the you know for the TikTok. Right, but exactly. Sure. I wonder how you get in into one of those collectives. Like, do you have to really prove yourself? Like, I think so. Hey, yeah, I'm a hot to... young teen or early twenties chick with yeah, the how bowl. many followers do you have? <laughs> um, how many piercings? How many tattoos? <laughs> how many tattoos do you have? You can't. Let's, how many white let's claws? See if you can make can an avocado toast. Yeah. Can you make an avocado toast quickly? And can you? Wash it down Trick with a white question. cloth. You got to order from Postmates. Yep. You're out. Yeah. Can you <laughs> order? Makes food. You combine it and say, "Can I order a white claw with Postmates? Can I do that?" Can I, uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll try to get in, guys. Let's see if we can apply. Brian and I will finally totally. reach our potential. We're gonna have. Oh man, all we have to do: uh, jeans with holes in weird places, hats on backwards. Uh, we, I think all of our what youth looks like comes from 1990s. It's uh, all from, kids on the block it's all from late 80s, early 90s now. Anyway, we were there. We were part of that. We can do it. Yeah, I had holes in my jeans before it was cool. Should we just should we just start our own, Scott, and call it the Ripe House? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> for older for <laughs> older generation TikTok makers, <laughs> the Ripe House. The ripe yes, house. you don't make also, money. Also, the smell. Yeah. <laughs> 20 people in a rundown shack using one bathroom making TikToks. To find out what happens when stuff starts getting real. (laughs) I don't know. It's fine. It's easy to look at this stuff and make fun of it. But I realize it's also, hey, if the money's there, the money's there. Sure. Money's there. So I just hope some of them are smart about it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Hope they're socking some of that cash away and not just spending it on a... uh, Double extra foam caramel macchiato. I would have the same exact advice for them that I would have for my own kids or anyone else in any other time. Like if you're gonna, if you suddenly have a little bit of a windfall and you're young like that, mm-hmm. just don't, don't. You know, this stuff's ephemeral. It's kind of sure. like your uh, sure. Instagram stories. They don't last forever. They go away after a while. So just, you know, s- smart. Maybe don't buy a blinged out switch. Just get a regular switch and sock the rest of it away for for future. There you for go. For a rainy day. There's the perfect answer. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Wendy will be here, I believe. Although, let me see. Did I get that email from her yet? No. All right, it's going to be... Oh, Wendy. It's going to be like Jeez. a mystery... Oh, wait, she may have texted. Let's see. Checking texts. Checking, checking. Oh, just sent you the email, she says. I'm looking, oh, I'm looking. And I don't see it unless it got to spam. Let's just... Oh, it is in spam. Oh. Uh, all right, we have it. Okay, cool. We're all set then. 
<clears throat> Dear for, uh, Thursday, I don't know how to get email <laughs> on the whitelist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why this came this went to my spam, but or promotions, I guess. Huh. All right. Anyway, we'll do that and uh that'll all be coming up. But before that song from Brian, what do you have? Yeah, big thanks uh to Corey Council. What's the band on this one? American songwriter Maggie Miles is coming out with a brand new single. It is called What Do I Say? And I say it like that because there are no spaces between the words, what do I say? There's a question mark at the end. Mm. Um, the uh, the alternative song questions everything with explosive pop prowess. This is really good, actually. She's uh, she's currently on tour. You can catch her in uh, Nashville, uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky, Atlanta, George Austin, Texas, all throughout Texas over the course of the next couple months. Find her music at MaggieMilesMusic.com or on Twitter at uh, MaggerZMiles. Uh, this is What Do I Say from Maggie Miles. How come I sing to myself all the time? It might be the only way to silence my mind. Cause I've been digging through my own emotions. You never seem to care. Running around, back and forth, are you even there? Do you ever even think about me? If you're waiting for an answer, I don't have a plan, so What do I say, what do I say, what do I say?
guys. Time to talk about our good buddies at Netgear. We love Netgear. Ah, uh, yes, Netgear. Hey, how old is your Wi-Fi feeling these days? Does it buffer all the time when you're trying to stream stuff? Does connecting new devices to it slow it down? Can it handle all the gaming video calls and large files you're throwing at it? And what happens when you try to do all that stuff at once? Oh, man. No good comes from that. It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is. If your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated with Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest tech that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability. The result delivers the fastest Wi-Fi for all your devices anywhere in your home. Stream in HD, 4K, or even 8K without buffering, eliminate lag while gaming, and connect more devices to your Wi-Fi than ever before. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is like upgrading your Wi-Fi to first class, you know, like on a plane. It's very comfortable. Lay back, put your feet up. Mm. If you're ready for the West, the West, the best Wi-Fi ever, you can get it today from Netgear and never worry about Wi-Fi again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. And we thank them for supporting this show. Now listen, men. To back us out of a guy, you better leave a saga touching off the sub, see? And remember, above all, to add an over Jibbo, record on Fosco, Fanny, Schnipper, and L on a Philigadusha. You got that? Oh, you know, the show with the ships and the stuff. We can't date. You're too oily. This is the morning stream. All right, we have arrived back <clears throat> at the point of no return where we call my sister and beg her to help us. Yes. Please help us. If not her, who? Give us the answers that we're looking for. If not now, when? Better. Better. Wesley. You know what I've noticed about the Picard show? He's very, yeah, um, I mean, he's an old guy, right? But his, she, his, he, he doesn't have that. Number one, you know, that kind of like resounding thing anymore. Yes, it's all very, right. it's a little, it's a yeah, little, little, little raspy, scratchier, yeah. little raspy. Yeah. yeah. We're all getting there. He is playing older than he really is though. Cause, um, oh, they I do want to use the current, uh, uh, Patrick Stewart age for flashbacks and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing, he's playing older than he is. Oh, Okay, what's well, fun to do is you go back and watch him on All Good Things where he was supposed to be really old in that final two-hour finale. Um, mm -hmm. And it's 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 kind of terrible because it's not him being... It's just him his idea of a crotchety old man. <laughs> right. So it's just a lot of... Jordy, what are you beer. doing? Yeah, like that. It's like, yeah. get out of my wine cellar, you bastard. Like a lot of... <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, now he's, you know, he's a little more subtle these days. Exactly. All right, I'm calling Wendy, but no answer. Okay. We just got a, a reminder from Brian Dunway, by the way. Okay, now we're here. We got we got Wendy with us, and then I can play this thing. Something wrong, Batman? Has anybody seen Wendy? Uh, you don't want to know that she farts. No, we don't. I don't want to know that. Uh, hey, Never. it's. Uh, did I ever tell you about the first time I heard mom fart? Have I ever told you about that story? Um. <laughs> Do you want to know? Wow, just launching right in. <laughs> Do you want to no. know what it was? Because I remember it like yesterday, and I was only like eight, but I remember it. So here's what happened. Uh, yeah. Okay, here's what happened. We're down. Do you remember the old, uh, I guess it was the Chevy Chase house? You may not. You were so little. 
You're probably three or something. But anyway, uh, we'll see if I was eight and you would have been, you would have been two years old. So you probably don't remember this. But there was a laundry yeah. room in that house that had, um, it looked, the wallpaper was uh, old prints of old newspapers from like the 20s. Oh my I God. totally remember that. Do you remember that? that? Awesome. Are you going to yeah. tell us that when she farted, it made the wallpaper peel? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But okay. I just, I right, just have such sure a, that's... I have such a vivid memory of that wallpaper, and it was in that room, and she had me sitting on a little chair or something in there while she was doing laundry, and I don't know why I was even down there. And I remember my mom bent over a thing of laundry and went, <laughs> just cracked one off, and I went, ew, or something like that. And she turned around to me and she goes. Now that's okay. Mommies, mommies have mommies have gas too. It's okay. I just remember her trying to explain to me that a, that a mom can have gas, like that wow. was just a normal thing, and that's just so burned into my head. I can't get that memory out of my head. So anyway. did it work? Do you think that's normal? Um, yes, I think it's normal that that, that the lady folk fart. Uh, it is still not. I love that. I love that Wendy's all of a sudden. I know she's in therapy you. mode all of a sudden. But here, <laughs> how, did the, how did the fart make you feel, Scott? <laughs> Did it frighten you? Did it frighten me? It kind of did because it, what it did is it takes this, you know, this personage in your life who's never, um, you know, who's the one that feeds you and, and, and nurtures you. And it's just always, you know, everything's always fixed by them. So they sort of have a position of like they're impervious to any sort of weakness. Omniscient. Yeah, they're omniscient. Yeah. You know and what? so when they yeah, fart, they like, oh, geez. That would be like me hearing Tom Merritt fart. I can't even <laughs> visualize it. I can't even imagine it. I can't either. I can't imagine Tom farting. Like, I can imagine Jury like he crank up his leg and let one rip. And, right. Uh, right. Dunaway and and uh, Randy, no problem. Cannot picture Tom farts. Nope. Can't picture Tom farting. Tom, Tom told me once that he doesn't. So. Oh, okay. We'll see. Then yeah. now it's all coming or Scott, coming clear. Or Scott Fletcher, for that matter. No, Scott Fletcher. Yeah. I could see Scott People Fletcher. I could see him doing it and then smiling, grinning, kind of evilly as he does it. <laughs> I could totally see that. Yeah, hey, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> but Tom Merritt can't eat donuts and Clamato and expect to never fart. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah, it was just, that that happens instantaneously. So, uh on that oh, note, geez. where did this where did this go? <laughs> it's Please. My, it's, I don't know. It's, it's my fault. It's my fault. I'm just going to let you guys wallow in this. I just meant all I meant from the story was that it's it was like the moment I realized mom was not infallible. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. moment of like, yeah. oh, she's just a she's like the rest of us. There's just people. Mine was when she fell down the stairs and broke her ankle and I had to help her. Oh, man. And I man. was like, oh, snap. How old were you? I'm the, I was like 12. Jeez. I remember just thinking, I am the adult right now. And that that's a freaky moment. Wow. And you've, ne- you've never been the same either. Look at you still adulting all the time. <laughs> I know, right? Constantly helping people with their broken, their with proverbial their broken, broken ankle. Yeah, broken something. Yeah. Helping them up the stairs. All right. Hey, uh, let's get to it. Wendy is here for Therapy Thursdays. Uh, She is my sister, but also a qualified therapist. Helps people all the time with real problems. Comes on Thursdays and helps us with ours. And uh, today will be no different. You sent me an email uh, that you got, which I will read here shortly. I'm also excited because today I get to talk to your uh, partner on the... uh, Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that at the end. I'll I'll, uh, let people know what's going on. I'm a little nervous about it. I don't know what she's going to ask Oh, don't be. I'm going to make some... Some poor, some, she's going to find out about my poor eating choices, even though I've done better generally, but you know, she's, it's going to be weird. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Here is an email that you received, uh, which has kind of a daunting subject line, molestation of in, uh, sorry, molestation of in-law. That sounds horrifying. So I'll go ahead and read it because it probably is horrifying. All right, here we go. 
I got this very late in the thing, so I haven't actually read it yet, but I'm going to read it now, and Wendy will tell us all about it. Uh, a little background. I've been with my wife for over 20 years since high school. Back when we were first starting to date, she was having issues with her younger sister uh, who has been cut, uh, cutting herself and being very promiscuous with boys. At the time, I saw my role as being the best older brother I could and protecting both my girlfriend and he, this person he's going to call V in any way that I could. Uh, we thought that V was being rebellious and self-harming because of that, uh, but would grow out of it after a confrontation in high school. Sorry, sorry, in school because of the cutting, V would blame it on her sister, my wife, and trying to live up to her perfection. The cutting stopped, but other harmful behaviors didn't. V's issues continued into college, but eventually she did stop harming herself and is currently in a loving, stable family. Recently, V decided that she needed to fully share her story and her history with her husband and siblings so that the whole family could heal and forgive the secret that would no longer burden her. Uh, she shared with her siblings that she had been molested when she was 12 years old and that it had been her father and uh, that had done it. It had been multiple times, but the last time he had said, if it happened again, you need to tell someone. She interpreted that to mean that if it doesn't uh, happen again, do not tell anyone. So she has been holding on to this for 25 years with no support or counseling to deal with it. My wife feels betrayed by the man she saw as a role model of a man who officiated our wedding, meaning her father. Uh, she wants to be able to forgive him and still have him in our lives because she strongly believes in grace and redemption. I'm feeling betrayed, sad, and such deep anger that I'm finding it hard to even move toward forgiveness yet. Uh, this is also bringing up memories of when my wife was molested by one of our mutual friends in high school. Uh, she had shared this story with V a while ago, and V told her that she understood but couldn't share because uh, it would have affected my wife's relationships. Ever since then, she has doubted almost all of the men that she has known, thinking there was a possibility that they would hurt her sister, all men except her father, who she so strongly believed in. I'm rambling at this point, especially, uh, or essentially, I was just hoping you could give advice on how to support my wife in the situation while feeling so hurt and helpless on my own. Thank you, Wendy, uh, with an I. <laughs> you really are the best, he says. He actually spelled that out. It's pretty funny. Um, anonymous. We'll keep it anonymous. So, uh, whew, uh, that's a hard one. And I'm, yeah. I'm guessing this sort of stuff, uh, probably most, well, you, you'll know statistically, I guess, more than anybody, maybe, because you've dealt with a lot of this stuff, both offenders and victims. But, is it often that these things are bottled up for that long and, and they oh, don't yeah. come out? Is that the more yeah, yeah, common yeah, yeah, yeah. thing? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, especially uh, f when it's family, mm. clo a close family member, but you can have a neighbor, almost a stranger. And it's, it's really pretty common to um, uh, not say anything for years. Mm. And, you know, she had some, so, so the degree of connection um, when the offender is like your father it's it's so damaging in every way, but it's particularly bad when it is a parent um, because just like we were saying with mom falling down the stairs, a parent's role is to be the protector, the, the sort of keeper of reality, mm -hmm. you know? And when that gets very uh, messed up um, and abuse, neglect, there's all sorts of forms of this, but sexual abuse in particular is just, is a, an assault on, so many things other than just your body. Um, so just your very core, everything is, is messed up. And so it, it's not at all surprising that this um, woman engaged in self-harm and, you know, all of those various things that happen. That's, that's a pretty common side effect um, of sexual abuse, actually. And 
especially incestual sexual abuse and uh, you know or even it, it, maybe if it's not even a blood relative but just a close person that is was a person of trust there is something notable about this that i think can often be part of the formula that's so damaging and that is just the person of trust is um everyone trusts him yeah, right yeah. and it's you this little child who's you know keeping this the family secret keeping the reputation of this person you know all of that weight on them and you know there's not one of us that wouldn't self-harm at that point you know what i mean it is just it's the, it's the way to handle that level of pressure and pain and betrayal and all of those things and so it's incredibly sad um but not uncommon unfortunately in a lot of these circumstances so um yeah, this is a this is a tough one. So I he didn't. I'm not sure. I if I missed that that V was getting help now. It sounds like she's well. Um, he didn't. Say, I guess he didn't did he? say. Well, one would assume that part of this coming out and telling everybody and then working on yeah. her healing process sounds like maybe that was a directed thing or okay. maybe. Yeah, and but. and so his question really is how does he support his wife who has been, you know, she's affected already. She already has trust issues, and then. Um, you know, the, the one person she thought, the one decent guy out there, mm -hmm. it turns out, you know. And and this is this is so tricky because our experience as humans is, you know, is a craving for understanding and safety. Like we, we know where we are, we know who we trust, we know what we do. We're, we're in some, you know, quote unquote, control of our life and our surroundings. Um, and this is one of those things that rocks a community, a family, a person to the core, because it's a thing you've always, you've just taken for granted, right? Mm -hmm. That this is safe and this is okay. And you know, that, and then you've, you've watched your suffer her, you've watched your sister suffer her a whole life. Mm -hmm. And now you know why. And it was the person that you had officiate at your wedding did that, you know, like you're, it's just so layered and hard. So my initial advice is, you can support her, love her, let her talk, don't make her talk, just be there for her, do all the things that are sometimes hard to do because you cannot fix this, mm -hmm. and then just really encourage her to talk to someone professionally. Mm. Um, they will know exactly how to guide her. And some of this stuff, I mean, it's you're angry too. So it's, it's tricky. It gets complicated, right? So I'm angry, my husband's angry at something, and then we only talk to each other. We're going to get very different situation than we would if I could go to someone neutral to express that anger and feel safe doing so and work through it and knowing I'm not burdening that person or I'm not having to worry about how they're feeling back. And that's the power of it, right? The power is you don't have to take care of the therapist. The therapist takes care of you. Um, and, and a lot of close people in your life can do some of that for sure. You definitely need to use your support system, but that's a hard one. Like, hey, I need to talk to you, friend, about my dad. You know, like, you're, there's still the protecting factor that feels like it's necessary, right? To mm -hmm. still protect the reputation and protect your family. And, and this is why it's so complicated. So I would highly recommend that she go see someone. Obviously, V needs help, and I assume she's getting it um, based on. So how do you know? How do you know the difference between let's say let's say that anybody listening. Um, let's say our mom or a dad or somebody's listening and they, and they, their kid is going, they're in junior high or high school and they're going through similar stuff. Like they're acting out in similar ways. Um, 
maybe it's the cutting thing. Maybe it's, um, you know, whatever it is, sleeping around, drinking, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. How do you know the, how do you know, how do you not hear this and then worry about that? Or is there a way, you know what I'm trying to say? Like either it's yeah, going to make, you should worry about it. And, and, sh- and so what do you do as a parent? What, what, what well, do you do to find out or it, to help or to, you know, every know. case is going to be individual. Right. But some of it is, it's especially if it's a, if he's, if it's a sudden change. Now this is a case where she's 12 years old. Um, she's assaulted by her father. I, I, it, they didn't say how long, or did they? I can't remember. Now. No, um, not how, not for how long with, that it was. Okay, because sometimes one event, multiple events over many years, there, there is some tends to be differences in how people respond to that. All of it's awful, but the longer term ones tend to have a lot more psychological damage um, mm-hmm. than a, a one off event, um, and. And so it's just perpetually not feeling safe, perpetually. And and even if that's true, even if it's a one-off event, no one knows, and it's your father, and you're still living in this house. I mean, can you ever sleep again? You know, mm-hmm. like you think of all of the the ways that impacts a kid. And so if suddenly at 12 your kid behaves really differently, or you see them, it's almost like the light gets turned out in their eyes, and they are suddenly behaving in ways that feel strange to you, or and again, the suddenness can be one of your biggest hints. Now, sometimes there's just like, I've gone to junior high and, ooh, I have this new friend and now we're, we're drinking. You know, there's like the directional, it makes sense as an adolescent exploring different things versus, um, and, and this isn't true in every case, so, but I would say most kids will, there's some hints that something has gone wrong. Mm. Um, they, it can be that they're just suddenly hiding things more or that, you know, like if you try to go touch their backpack and they kind of freak out, that's something to pay attention to. Um, you're cleaning their room and they just, they're just they are just more sneaky or they're more sullen. And this is what's hard. Teenagers are generally like sullen, right? Like yeah, yeah. They are struggling emotionally generally. And so it's, it's being attuned to them and, you know, but also your relationship with your kid matters. I know they're not going to tell you everything and, but if you are sort of attuned to them and you, you have a sense of their okayness and this is moody and it, it comes and goes, um, that kind of thing. But when it, it's like a gut thing, and I know that's not very scientific, but like a gut thing that something more is happening and mm-hmm. my child has changed, something is different. Mm-hmm. And so you, you probe, you ask, you pay attention and that, that kid still may not tell you because say you're the mom. And you're saying, what's wrong? And the kid's like, there's no way I can tell you that dad's molesting me. Mm. Your husband, you know, under your roof. Uh, you know, so it's not some there's it's not some linear way of like, you will know your child is having problems and you will ask them and they will tell you and then you can go get help. Yeah. This is why this is such a chronic problem. Is it so complex and so many layers that, you know, you're asking a kid to do something most adults probably can't do. And that level of risk and opening up and getting help is tricky. So that sounds pretty hopeless, but the idea being you can pay attention. And if there is sudden shifts, um, you know, you talk and when you, when you're worried, you seek out resources to help your kid. And if your kid's cutting, I don't, it doesn't matter what the reason is. It doesn't matter if they were molested or not. If they are cutting and you find that out, you get them help immediately because there's typically, so oh, as you say, any sorts of uh, uh, self-harm needs to yeah. be addressed immediately. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because here's the thing about it. Um, 
and here's a, it's a pretty simple way to think of it. So it's simplified. Um, but you are in psychological distress or emotional distress and pain to the extent that the only relief you get is from the endorphins being released by physical pain. Mm. And it's very addictive very quickly. Um, never, and so, that's interesting. Cause never, no one's ever explained that to me, that that's why they do it. Because I always thought, yeah. well, why would you want to keep her? You, this is just a distracting hurt. Like I had all kinds of theories, but um, I didn't yeah. realize that that was like a very chemical based sort of. Absolutely. Thing. And it feels amazing. And it's a break from the pain. So so if your psychological pain outweighs and, and so take you, let me cut your hand mm-hmm. and you'll be like, that's not help. That's only giving me pain. Yeah. But it's not overriding another pain. So you have to think of it like that. So if your kid is cutting. There's one of two things happening. They're in such psychological distress that cutting and endorphins um, are making them feel better. And or, you know, maybe a friend is doing it and there is some, there's a bit of social contagion of like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I think there's many young women who have starved themselves or binged or purged before because their friend did it or they heard about it. So sometimes there is the experimentation and either way, doesn't matter what is the motivation behind it. Yeah. Take it very seriously because it's it's a it's a coping strategy that's incredibly effective and chemically effective. And so you really do have to figure out what it's going on and give that kid the help that they need yeah. because they, that strategy is is not going to work long term. And and then it's its own sort of worst enemy as well, right? Right. Um, yeah. So be very careful with that. I mean, it's it's tricky. I don't know the ages of everybody in this email, but you know, I like to think we're getting better at catching stuff like this. Um, and, and in some cases, we are. Yeah. And you know, teachers are better trained to see signs of things. Um, you know, I think knowing it's not okay or something's wrong, yeah, parents maybe have a little more resources to or knowledge to do something about it. Um, but incest continues to be just, uh, for obvious reasons, I think, um, really difficult to help detect and prevent and help, you know, because it's just within the walls of somebody's home. And and that is right. And, get, and, and the layers of protectionism. and Right. Plus, it's, it's just that. a warped. It's a warped look at the the normal hierarchy of who, you know, I'm. I'm the one being nurtured and, and raised and, and cared for and watched over. And when those roles get all jacked up yeah. because of that, then then for the victim, it's just confusing. Like I, I can't yeah. imagine because you still you're still reliant on this person or people to feed me and clothe yeah. me and and get me to school on time. And like all of those things don't stop. Yeah, that's just and, a... and the very core of I mean, I, 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 th- I sort of think about abuse as if we boiled it down to one thing, mm-hmm. it's damaging someone's ability to trust anyone, right? Because it 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 goes out in waves from there, right? Mm-hmm. I can't trust this very fundamental thing. And so the world is a very terrifying place if there's no one to trust and and deeply trust and be safe again with you know mm-hmm. and so it's just and you can do that in lots of different ways but this way is particularly damaging and and you know it's hard and you know i think the harvey weinstein thing that's kind of in the middle of um, the legal battle right now that's fascinating about what's happening with that is that his lawyer in particular 
is just perpetuating all the bull crap that yeah. has always been surrounding sexual assault, which is she seemed fine afterwards. Well, you know what? This 12 year old probably seemed fine for a couple months. Um, but then it shows up in different ways. So you go, oh, well, she's just rebelling, right? So so no one's trained to sort of really understand the impacts of sexual assault. Who could say, who with a, with a straight face can say she seemed fine afterwards and that's a basis for any sort of legal argument? Well, it's it's victim blaming and you use the worst parts of humanity to win your client's case. Well, then and she's a giant poop because I yeah, hate that. Yeah, well, that's minimal there. Yeah. And just the damage that does and... And, you know, I have, I have a lot of clients who've had sexual abuse in their history. And I mean, we just have a straight up rule. They don't get to ever watch the news because it is triggering constantly. And, you know, that from the top of the government down to local news, they are going to hear things about people who just get away with it. Right. And they, there isn't, there isn't consequences for abusers in their mind and they just pay the price. And so it's, it just is so hard to help them heal when there's public stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would throw in one last thing for uh, the, the wife and V is probably are hopefully already involved in this, but there are in most communities um, sort of a, some type of recovery center or nonprofit group that has um, services. So there's counseling there specific to sexual assault and recovery and, you know, specific to incest, you know, members of families who are uh, affected by all of this. So to, to do some searching and find a place that's really qualified, I would not just go to psychology today and be like, Oh, that therapist seems nice. I would get someone who is specifically going to work with this. And the one big benefit there too, is access to groups where you are meeting in a support group with people who, um, have been through similar things. Um, it's really powerful to get that support because the vast majority of people, you know, you think, you know, are not in that boat. And so they, they just are not going to get it. They are not going to understand what that's like. And so sometimes that can feel incredibly isolating. Um, and it's, you can't talk about it anyway. And so that's a really great place to find um, a resource for yourself that there's a group. It's run by very kind people and professionals and you get that support. I like those kind of people. I know. Good, good folk. They're good folk. Uh, all right. Well, that's good advice. And I hope things uh, are better. And, and, you know, it sounds like this person they're calling V is maybe on track to make all the right moves. But I think your advice to him and his wife, her sister, is uh, to get some help as well is, is a good one. That's a great idea. Um, yeah. it, sh- it shouldn't just all be about the victim here because you guys in some ways, your si- the sister is, is a, it's a weird kind of s- secondary, yeah, secondary victimhood. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, and he's secondary trauma too, right? Of right. having that experience. Right. So that's important. All right. Before we go. So before we go, yeah. I have some good news because on that hard, difficult topic, we're going to switch yeah. to a success yeah, story. <laughs> all right. Success story. Need some smiles <laughs> after that. Yeah. yeah. What do you um, got? Okay. So... Um, hold on. I gotta give the dog a bone. Dog, eat a bone. Give the dog um, a bone. Give the dog a bone. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, that's so funny. He wants to wrestle me, and I'm like, I have to run away from him. Okay. Um. All right. So I got an email from somebody. This is a long time ago. You might remember. He uh, wrote in about just being incredibly suicidal. Okay. Um. And he reached out for, to us and asked for some help, and he just sent a, an email. So this was two years ago. 
Oh, I and remember this we, conversation. Yeah, yeah, we love follow-up emails. They're so great. So, yeah. uh, you know, you can also send sad ones, but also please, please send the happy ones. Okay. So let me just read it. Um, anonymous, of course. Okay. So, hey there, Wendy. I've been meaning to reach out to you for a long time, but haven't gotten around to it. I'm not sure if you remember me. You talked about me on the morning stream once a little over two years ago about dealing with the aftermath of suicide attempts. About a month after that segment aired, I ended up back in the hospital. I checked myself in because I was close to making another attempt. Well, there, I was put on the last medication that I hadn't tried. That medication was the key to giving me space to deal with my life. I went from having suicidal thoughts almost constantly to having none at all mm. and have maintained that for two years in March. It's incredible what you can achieve when you aren't constantly fighting your brain for survival. Mm. So he's been able to get certifications and gain skills that have enabled him to be more stable, taken on challenges, and has been able to succeed. Nice. So he just wanted to send a thank you. Um, that's great. He said, yeah. listening to the show while I was, I was listening to Scott and Brian was a great distraction provided all those years when I was struggling and it was very important. Oh, I wanted no. to thank you personally. I'm happy to talk about my journey to anyone who needs to hear it. And I hope this message somehow enables that. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Makes me really happy Way to hear that. Cool. Yeah. It makes me so very happy. If anyone to needs that. to chat with that guy, reach out to me and I'll make, I'll hook the two of you up. But he, uh, it's exciting. I mean, two years is, you know, you kind of don't know and mm -hmm. you hope and mm -hmm. he's doing great. So. Yeah. Oh, that's there awesome. You know. Well, well done. And, 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 uh, that is, that is kind of the happy story we needed at the end of today's segment. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Also, that's I guess, uh, do you want to mention what's happening with me later? <laughs> I'm getting interviewed. Yeah. Uh, so today, uh, on real steps, um, you obviously have to be a member mm -hmm. to, uh, and there's only 45 of you. So I don't know if any of you are even listening, but real steps.org, um, everybody real steps. That's right. Put yeah. your, your email in. you can do it next round. Um, we are, Scott is going to be uh, interviewed by Elena, who is the nutritionist, and I, and we are going to, well, and Scott, you can ask us questions too, but cool. it's basically, we're gonna just going to go through a little bit of your your history with food Great. and your relationship oh, to wow. your health Great. and fun like that, stuff like that. Unpacking Scott's uh, luggage. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But Scott, I also want you to maybe prep yourself a little bit with questions you have, because I don't know if you've ever talked to a nutritionist before. Have no, you? never. Had, well, I had a I had a friend in our old where we used to live who was a nutritionist, and I would ask really basic stuff once in a while about things that I would hear or whatever, but it was never any in, in depth sort of questioning. So okay. this will be a first. So thing. think of some questions you have. She's she's like, I mean, she, it's not going to be like we're actually grilling you or anything, but um, just get a take on your history with taking care of yourself and. Um, you know, just, I was telling her about our family's taco salad history and how we have some pretty weird family food yeah. <laughs> stories. And, uh, anyway, so it'll be fun. So tune in if you are um, in that group, if you are not, I don't know, we're just messing with you and teasing you about it. Sorry. <laughs> you have to do this on a day that I brought up Freddie's steak burgers. Great. I know that's what I want for lunch. <laughs> and now I got to rethink my whole lunch plan. Oh man. <laughs> We'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, it'll be good. And I'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what I unpack there. Actually, I have a lot to say about what I, how I used to perceive when I was younger, what I perceived food and my relationship to it versus now are like polar opposites. It's just like Ooh, a completely different world. So I'm okay. sure that cool. that'll, well, we're excited to hear from you. Thank you for doing it. Yeah. Heck yeah. Appreciate it. Good times. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we'll see you next week for more. And, um, uh, Wendy will actually be here in April at some point. Oh, wait, yeah. is the wedding on a Thursday now? It is on a Thursday. So what the crap. 
Who has uh, weddings on a Thursday? Night? I know. It's so I weird. I know. So, we'll, <laughs> so we were going to do like be here in the studio live, but it, now it sounds like we're going to be at a wedding. So I uh, don't know how that's going to go, but um, yeah. we may do something while you're here. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, Wendy is over at go to realsteps.org and you can also find her on uh, Instagram under uh, uh, Wendy Dunford. You can follow all her little photo business over there. I don't know why I said photo business. It's, <laughs> it's uh, definitely not a photo not business. Not a business. Uh, Wendy, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next all time. All right. Thanks. Bye, Bye guys. All right. <laughs> oh, Thursday what a dork. Night weddings. That's crazy. I know. Crazy. Does that make any sense to you? It doesn't to me either. It's no, weird. No. I'm, I'm going to have issues with it. All right, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. A quick note. Um, I'm going to put this up on the screen here. I just want people to see this GIF I found. And I want to ask Brian, once I show it to him, okay, whether or not he's ever done this before. Jeez, so, I'm very nervous. Because <laughs> uh, you like to cook and do some chefy things once in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done this? Have you ever? Here it comes. Uh, is, that a, is that just a block of cheddar cheese? It's a giant block of cheddar cheese being jammed up a open chicken no, carcass. That's that is not good at all. Would you? And then I, I assume one would cook it. Well, yeah, you have to, or else you get <laughs> E. coli and right. But now you have a bird, a cooked bird, just full of cheese. That just seems right, and weird. Oil and grease and. Uh, that's not going to cook the way they think it's going to cook. Like, you're not going to get a a nice cheesy drumstick. Yeah, that's a turkey, by the way, not a chicken. But, oh, is it a turkey? Um, yeah. I don't know. That's a big-ass chicken. That's a big chicken. Um, I don't. I like chicken. I like <laughs> a block of cheese I and like chicken. Cheese, cheese chicken. Yeah. Cheese stuffed chicken. Um, right. So you're not going to yeah, make no, this, that, then? You're not going to turn around and do this on the weekend? I am not going to do this, okay. no. All right. Well, turkey and cheese is a great sandwich, but not a, you're really just going to end up with a cavity full of melted cheese. It's not going to like, it doesn't soak into, into the bird, a, right? A chicken breast. Right. All right. It's not like There's, a brine or something that like, you know, right. Soaks right, into exactly. the meat. Exactly. There's a whole bunch of bones and, and cartilage and stuff between the cheese and the parts of the turkey that you're going to be eating. Yeah. It's just a turkey full of cheese. Yeah. Stuffed yeah. cheese, so, stuffed turkey is what it <laughs> is. Just the fact that this gift just keeps on repeating. <laughs> it never ends. No, I know. Yeah. I just want I want uh, like a, an after shot, but I'm not getting one. Well, let me tell you what this reminds me of right here. Hold on. Reminds me of this. Lava tubes. It's like a lava tube. <laughs> it's pretty much what it is, yes. All right. We're going to... Lava cavities. <laughs> we're going to take our leave. Okay, so uh, tomorrow, TMSPM is available to those who are patrons. So if you want to be there live or catch it on the podcast, that's how you get it. Patreon.com slash TMS. Details are all there. Uh, one week from tomorrow, we'll be doing... Or no, one week and a day from tomorrow, because we're doing right. Saturday. Uh, mm -hmm. We are going to do a uh, frog pan... Or, excuse me, TMS play date. Now... The reason we're doing Saturday isn't because of scheduling. It's because we want to mix it up occasionally, like right. bounce it back and forth. Yeah, so exactly. more people can be there. People who are stuck at work can't be there sometimes on Friday. So now more of you can be there on a Saturday. So and more on that. Yeah. we're getting a couple of other guys joining us. Brian Dunaway and Randy Deluxe are going to be, uh, uh, at least Brian Dunaway I know is confirmed. I think Randy also said he can be there. Uh, will join us for Patreon Playdate uh, on the 29th as well. Nice. We're going to do it right after... Uh, film right set, after, basically. Right after film set. Right. I don't know what we will have just watched, but... Uh, oh, yeah, no kidding. What are we watching? 
this week. Because uh, oh. I know I, I know I added a bunch of things. I wonder if uh, Inception is this week. If they stayed. Well, Inception is this this weekend. All oh, right. Oh, the next weekend. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I hope it's one yeah. of the ones you put in front of one of the dumb ones. <laughs> it might be Dracula three thousand, which would be awesome. If oh it yeah, is. totally. I would. Want, I'm yeah. I'm ready for that. Um, yeah, my I have two tabs open, Scott, but mm-hmm. my uh, browser is going really slow. Well, you'll get another red screen of death here in a minute. That's right. Here we go. Uh, uh, Dracula 3000 is our next movie after Inception. Awesome. I'm in. It's an Amazon Prime about a future Dracula found on a spaceship. Very nice. Yes. Blah, blah. Blah. I remember it being, it's a John Carpenter movie, right? Shields up. Blah, blah. (laughs) Red alert. Blah. (laughs) Eject the main core. Blah, blah. (laughs) Make it go. Blah. great if it was draclids like <laughs> that is really funny uh so i was gonna make a point about something i don't remember oh yeah so anyway tune in for that inception this weekend for film sack and uh tomorrow we got the instance uh we got film sack like i mentioned we're hoping to oh so we had to sh- uh john's got the hardcore flu so we didn't have uh core last oh, night so we're gonna try again tonight flu. so you should get a current geek today a core tonight and sometime today, Kim and I are doing skim. It's a full day's business today on nice. Thursday. So nice. strap it in. Plus, I got to talk to Wendy at two. So a lot going on. And then tomorrow before Phil, or before TMS PM, I'll be doing another Coverville Guest the Connection at its new time, 2.30 p.m. So that it's like I, I, I have my whole morning and afternoon kind of cleared up for, for work. And then after that, it is podcast, little rest period, and then podcast. Wow. Boom, da boom, da boom. That's pretty good. I know it's the same time as DTNS. Sorry, you do have to choose one or the other, but maybe you, know, you Tom, can't win any. I'm just going to say you can't win anything on DTNS. That's right. But you can win something on Guess the Connection. Maybe Tom will fart in protest, finally. Maybe. We'll maybe. Get, we'll get maybe a fart out of Tom. <laughs> he may just did. Ibit! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we I should imagine get out of here. Tom's farts sound like uh, radio static. Yeah, I was going to say that was an odd choice for a fart sound, yeah, but I'll I take didn't it. Want to go- <laughs> There we go. There you go. Much better. All right. We're going to take a... Oh, Periscope. Yes. TWBD should happen. So it's... I don't want to get into details or anything, but um, the Fergusons were out of commission last weekend due to a bit of an emergency. (laughs) Oh, the Fergusons couldn't come over for bridge? Yeah. It sounds like like neighbors. Um, But yeah, Kyle and and Kristen had a thing come up. Uh, It's... uh, Send good vibes their way because it was a pretty rough week for them, but... Anyway, it looks like that may be finally okay and that things will be okay for Sunday's episode. So, um, And hopefully John feels better by then because he is just a freaking bubbling, bubbling Listen, you let me mess. know when you need a, a, bald, uh, a bald NPC bard to show up on TWVD and I'm there with bells on. That's perfect because John is bald and he plays a bard. So, Oh, okay, well, never mind. You've already got a bald bard. Yeah, but when he's not there, we could use another bald bard. Oh, See? I the bald barb sub. Because right now he's just, uh, he's snotty no, and gross. No, he's like just an NPC. Oh, hey, welcome to my town. Can I hope you <laughs> welcome to my town. The nearest, <laughs> I apparently think that all Dungeons and Dragons games are like the, <laughs> the quest finding uh, part of Wild Arms. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Welcome to my town. I'm your MPC. That's amazing. All right. Should we play a song? I think we should. We should play a song. All right. This one goes out to my new uh, Marvel Strike Force Alliance mate, Baloney Ninja. Yes, that's right. Baloney Ninja in the chat. 
uh long time he's a he's 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 a uh long time tms or two but he's playing tm or uh, playing marvel strike force and he's in oh. our alliance now very nice dear scotty and the beebs on the crisp cold day of february 18th 41 years ago the world was blessed with my presence I would love to share in the celebration of this wonderful event by requesting one of the greatest covers of all time from one of the greatest bands of all time by one of the most talented artists of all time. Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody by Alfred Yankovic and the classic style of polka. Wow. That's... By Grabthar's Hammer, you shall be avenged. <laughs> Signed, Baloney Ninja. Wow. That's great. Wow. Wow is right, right? I mean, So is crazy. this a ninja that goes after Baloney and... Is always trying to get all the baloney, or is this a ninja that I is think a he's fake a ninja, ninja that uses baloney that he's nibbled out pieces to make throwing stars? Okay, so throwing baloney as a weapon, yeah. not. Yeah, and then the third option is baloney ninja, meaning you're not really a good ninja because you're full of baloney. That's the third oh, option. Oh, a baloney. Yeah, right. I like I, yours. The true. one in the middle, the stars. Yeah, he's not. He's not a balogna ninja. No, balogna. So that might balogna ninja. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right, so from his uh, Alapalooza album from 1993. Oh, my God, it's already been 17, no, 27 years since Alapalooza. Jeez. Uh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> uh, here's Weird Al Yankovic and Bohemian Polka. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Huh? What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay.